If you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor. If you like your private health insurance plan, you can keep your plan, period. If you are among the hundreds of millions of Americans who already have health insurance through your job, or Medicare, or Medicaid, or the VA, nothing in this plan will require you or your employer to change the coverage of the doctor you have. But we have to pass the bill so that you can uh, find out what is in it. Find out what is in it. This is America's Healthcare Challenge on News Talk 1290, News Talk 1290KOIL.com, and the News Talk 1290 mobile app. America's Healthcare Challenge is produced and sponsored by E.D. Bellis. Now, here's your host, Sean McGuire. Welcome to America's Healthcare Challenge. Hope you're having a great Saturday. Sure is a, a beautiful day, and we're going to be talking about uh, some of the things uh, that go with a beautiful day, namely uh, being out and being active and wellness and all of the things uh, that can go by uh, go along with that. I'm really excited about our program. Sean McGuire here, 402-342-1290 is the phone number, 402-342-1290. This show, America's Healthcare Challenge, bringing you all the latest news in the healthcare, insurance, and wellness industries. They're all coming together as a result of the Affordable Care Act, which is the focus of this program. We've been on the air almost four years now talking about all of these issues. The first program was the day after the Supreme Court upheld the law, and we've since moved on to talking about other things as re- as it relates to health, and I'm uh, very pleased with what we've got lined up here on the program. Uh, joined here by Brian Munderlow uh, this week, uh, also going to be joined by uh, Joel Potter, president of Blue Moon Fitness, to talk about some of the things that, that he sees as the president of a, of a large fitness club here locally, uh, sees in his industry as ways to improve costs. Brian, how you doing today? Good, Sean. Good to be here. Thanks. Yeah, we had a great show last week talking about all of the benefit changes, tools for the upcoming benefit challenges uh, coming here in 2017, because it is going to be a very, very crazy 2017. Have you ever seen anything like what what, what we're looking at on the horizon for 2017? You know, I thought 2014, when the law was passed, that that was going to be uh, the, the worst it was as far as uncertainty and, and dealing with business owners who were having to make really big changes to their companies based on the law. But uh, 2017 is just as big. Um, because it's not the it has it's not until now that a lot of the effects are being uh, felt uh, on the marketplace. So it takes a few years, and uh, it is it is just as bad, or or, or maybe it, it's different, uh, but it's just as uncertain. Yeah, I could almost see it being worse in some respects because of uh, price and, and less choice, and that is a result of many things. When you look back at 2014. Uh, you bring back some great memories. Uh, we liked playing the uh, the apology tour. I remember uh, from the Department of Health and Human Services as they uh, talked about the fumbled rollout with um, uh, healthcare.gov. I think they had like eight people sign up the first day after spending millions of dollars on on that program, and then now uh, we have less choice. Clearly, yeah, uh, totally. Uh, and. In 2017, that's what we're we're facing. Is there's basically on, only three carriers and small smaller than that on on the individual side. And so, um, you know, maybe in a few years we'll we'll get some uh, we'll get some new carriers and uh, things like that. But uh, we're kind of just trying to, to hold hold steady for for another year until some some new solutions can come our way. Some of the major news we've been reporting on this show for over a year. Uh, check out. Um, our, our, our post on um, on LinkedIn as well as on Health Reform Explained Tools for Selecting uh, Benefit Plans, where we have uh, an episode from a year ago talking about merger mania, and that's now coming to fruition with Department of Justice uh, suing over antitrust concerns to mega mergers with with the with uh, some of the largest insurance companies in the country. And we're talking about Aetna and Humana, and then we're also talking about Anthem and Cigna, and they're they're looking to, to consolidate to become bigger, and they argue to drive down healthcare costs. The answer remains to be seen on that front, but this is something that uh, had some movement this week, in that the judge who is uh, was assigned one of these uh, these court cases decided to uh, 
hand it off, hand one of them off to to another judge, and uh, is going to proceed on their own. So this means that we're going to have a decision right around the first of the year, and this is going to be something that's going to have a major impact again on on, on people's wallets uh, and choice. Yeah, you know, there's there's one uh, way to see it as far as uh, health insurance carriers and mergers. Uh, one one thing that I read this week, which was interesting, is that sometimes to 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 fight the big boys, you have to become big yourself. And so, if you look at the hospital networks, for instance, you know, um, a lot of them have they're, they're so big that they control a large market share of whatever state, whatever city that they're in. Um, and one thing that carriers are having to do in order to compete. And to be able to drive costs down is they have to become big themselves. And so there's a lot of questions as far as antitrust and and these carriers that will will the mergers bring costs up or down? And there's different sides to the story. So should should the carriers uh, become as big as possible so that they could be kind of like a Walmart and they could hopefully d- maybe dictate some prices? Because right now carriers are kind of at the, the at the mercy of providers that have a stranglehold on on the market and so there's there's two ways to look at it um but i had to learn the new the new word to the, uh this week in economics that i didn't i guess i wasn't paying attention in this day in, in college but the word is monopsony, monopsony and monopsony and it's the opposite of a monopoly uh where the uh there's one provider of the goods a monopsony is where there's one buyer of the goods that can put pressure on the the suppliers and can dictate how much they pay. So uh, Walmart's kind of like a monopsony, uh, but if you think about who's the biggest purchaser of health services in the United States, well, it's the United States government. They have a monopsony because they're able to dictate to providers how much they're going to pay. And if the if the providers are going to take Medicare and Medicaid, they're going to have to sign up for that. And should carriers do the same? Uh, is is getting bigger in these mergers? Would it be able? To, would they be able to have that monopsony to kind of put some pressure on on prices? So it's just kind of a question: who who's, who do you want in control um, on, on that aspect? So um, so that, that that's something that's uh, I think we should keep our eye on. Um, and the the biggest question: if you allow monopsony, some people say as well. To be honest, who the, the the one company or the one organization that could actually do that the best may be the federal government, and I know we don't want that. Uh, so there's 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 a lot of things to be to be looked at as far as uh, the, the, the this issue of carriers and hospitals getting bigger and bigger, and who's gonna who's gonna have the control? Right, and and on that front, uh, one of the senior advisors to to the president on the Affordable Care Act came out this week saying that they were wrong about one thing. And, and that one thing was that these consolidations and mergers was a good thing because some of the senior people that were pushing this law through argued that, that this was going to be a good thing for you know those very reasons, and uh, they're starting to see that that's not going to be the case. And on that point of Medicare negotiating uh, drugs, that is something that the Democrats are, are in favor for, so expect to hear Hillary Clinton bringing up that point uh, during the uh, the fall election. So we've got some uh, great headlines from the week. We'll continue to, to review those at the end of the program, uh, but we're going to take a timeout before we bring in our special guest of the week, which is Joel Potter, president of Blue Moon Fitness. We're going to be talking about um, all things wellness, all things fitness, how to improve your lives other than um, you know, just uh, looking at it from an insurance perspective. How can uh, you use these tools to drive down your insurance costs? And we'll talk about that coming up next. By the way, check out the Twitter handle of Edie Bellis, the organization that produces and sponsors this program, which is at America's Canary because they are the canary in the compliance coal mine for all of these negative things coming. And we'll be right back with more on this program, America's Healthcare Challenge. Omaha's talk alternative, Matt Tompkins. Weekdays, 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. on News Talk 1290. Are you a business owner seeing your bottom line squeezed by rising health care costs? I'm Sean McGuire, and I founded E.D. Bellis Healthcare Consulting to provide health reform consulting so that your business does not get caught off with all the uncertainty in Washington. 
I was there on Capitol Hill when the Affordable Care Act, otherwise known as Obamacare, was created, and I have read the entire bill. Let me guide you through the maze of the American bureaucracy as you adapt to changing government rules and regulations that will impact your organization regardless of size. I offer custom services, including cost reduction strategies, training seminars for you and your employees, and strategic planning to help you prepare for the future. Regardless of what the Supreme Court decides, this issue is here to stay. Contact me today for a free consultation at www.healthreformexplained.com. That's www.healthreformexplained.com. At E.D. Ballas, we know healthcare. Research shows moving is one of the most stressful events in a person's life. But thanks to two men in a truck, it doesn't have to be. They have everything you need to move. A courteous professional staff who will customize your move, which includes a no-obligation estimate, a schedule to fit your convenience, and all the necessary packing supplies. And two men in a truck will help you watch your budget, too. Don't stress. Let two men in a truck handle your home or business move. Go to twomeninatruck.com. Two men in a truck selected Best of Omaha for nine years straight with an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. Now that you've heard of Shama McGuire and HealthReformExplained.com, maybe it's time for his team to assess your company's situation. We have innovative strategies to help navigate this new maze created by the Affordable Care Act. For more, go to HealthReformExplained.com. You are listening to America's Healthcare Challenge on News Talk 1290, News Talk 1290KOIL.com, and the News Talk 1290 mobile app. Once again, here's Sean McGuire. Welcome back to America's Healthcare Challenge. Check out healthreformexplained.com for the, the content from last show's week. Uh, last week's show, we have all of them on there, including uh, wellness benefits. Why, why is it uh, good for me? And we're going to be spending a little bit of time diving into that a little bit more here in this segment, and as well as other things like telemedicine and a very interesting ACA scenario, Helen, the HR manager and talking about her challenges that she's facing from a compliance standpoint. We're joined here by Joel Potter, president of Blue Moon Fitness. Joel, how are you doing? Also, Brian Munderlow uh, on the program. Uh, we're talking about this week uh, wellness, and in particular what business owners can do uh, outside of uh, traditional benefit strategies to, uh, to improve the health of your employees and really – uh, improve the productivity of your organization. So, Joel, could you tell the listeners a little bit about your background, and then we'll dive into some of these issues. I thought I was showing up for the National Spelling Bee. My word was going to be monopsony. <laughs> okay. Uh, to me, I, I try to keep things simple and make it so that, uh, you know, you guys are, are – I go to you guys to understand the details. I'm kind of a big-picture guy, and, and I just look at, at the bottom line. I want to have people uh, look better, feel better, live longer, and live better lives. And, and, and how can I accomplish that? And uh, I'll tell you, you know, when you guys invited me, I will be 100% honest. I thought, and this is when, when you asked how has, how has uh, uh, the ACA, Obamacare, however you want to term it, how has that impacted me? When I was invited on this show, I, as God is my witness, hand on the Bible, I thought, I don't want to get audited by the audited by the IRS, and and that may sound um, paranoid, but that's we now have the IRS involved with our health care, and I don't know what they have to do with my health care, um, but you know I would rather get arrested by the Douglas County Sheriff, the Omaha Police Department, uh, the State Patrol, anybody than uh, the IRS. Their, their their rules and regulations are so profound no one no single human being can understand them all and uh so i'm, I'm going to talk about kind of and, and i brought a graphic i want to show you guys where w let's talk about healthcare. let's just talk about healthcare for a second when you when you think sorry to interrupt but when you when you uh, when you said you know the federal government is getting involved in these kind of things last week we talked about these letters that employers are getting regarding em employees receiving a, a subsidy when they might qualify for a group plan. And, and I failed to mention, but one of the penalties for claiming that uh, credit when you're actually eligible for an affordable group plan can be a year in prison. So uh, you're, you're right. And there's things coming down, and now the government is having to follow up on, are these individuals eligible? Oh, who's going to pay? <laughs> you know, because someone's going to pay. And uh, so you're, I think you're right on in the fact that the IRS is involved in every aspect now of 
between you and your doctor or you and your employer when it comes to your health care? Oh, yeah, when the doctor comes in, when you, your doctor comes and sees you, he's supposed to ask you four questions, and he's, I, I think he's supposed to report the answers. And one of them is, do you feel safe in your home? Uh, are, are, do you have any problem getting around, I think? Uh, the other one is, uh, 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 do you have any firearms in your home? And it's, it's just, to me, I, I, again, and, and I don't want to get into the, you mentioned the Democrats want to do this, Republicans want to do this. To me, it's Washington. It's, it's big government. It's Washington. Um, again, I'm a simplistic guy. I have with me, and, and this is a graphic here, I'll hold it up to the microphones for everybody to see. Look at your speaker. Okay, you can't see it. But what it is, is it's a very visual graphic. And what it shows is all-cause death rate. And this was a, a longitudinal study that lasted over 35 years. Um, uh, almost 14,000 people were tracked for 35 years. Hmm. And they're looking at all-causes death rate for 35 years, which it means, you know, if you got hit by a safe walking down the sidewalk, you're on here. Um, so what it shows is uh, a difference in the death rate between low, moderate, and high activity for adults. And uh, most people don't walk 10,000 steps a day. I, I think uh, in, in Great Britain they just did a study. And this is where when you look at, na at nationalized healthcare, I think uh, uh, Great Britain is interesting because they have it. So I think maybe there's better data coming out of there. But it's, it's, this is fascinating. This shows all-cause death rate. And this is from uh, low to moderate activity to high activity. And uh, Sean and Brian, you can see that uh, when you go from low to moderate, your all-cause death rate drops by over 50%. The yellow bar represents women. Uh, the, the purple one represents men. And it's, it's a dramatic shift. It's over 50% when you go from low activity to moderate activity. So that's what I noticed by looking at this, Joel, is that the jump from low to moderate is huge. It's I would, by over 50%. Yeah. You, know what, you know what you have to do, Brian, to go from low to moderate on this chart? Um, I, I take a walk around the pond sometimes. It you takes... have to brisk walk 25 minutes a day. Okay. And that gets you from low to moderate. Walking 25 minutes a day? Walking 25 minutes a day gets you from low to moderate. And... Going from moderate to high, the benefits are really kind of marginal, aren't it, they? It, it looks insignificant right. almost compared to the benefits from low to medium. So, yeah. so what, what I will say is, is people, uh, you know, and it, it's always follow the money. Follow the money, follow the money, follow the money. There really isn't much money behind somebody getting out there and saying, you need to walk briskly 25 minutes a day. <laughs> but that would reduce everybody's risk of dying by over 50% from all causes. Why it reduces your risk of get, getting hit when you walk across the road by a drunk driver, I don't know, but it does. But it, what it also shows is for those, of peop, those people who are really active, you're doing that as a hobby. Your best benefits, your greatest benefits are achieved by walking briskly 25 minutes a day. So maybe you say, oh, God, CrossFit, I've seen that. I don't want to do that. That's crazy. I agree with you. I do think it's crazy. I don't want to do it. But I can walk briskly 25 minutes a day if that reduces my risk of dying by over 50%, which means... Look at what that would do to our health care costs mm -hmm. right. by just people getting up and move. We have a, an inactivity problem. And uh, to give you guys another idea, there's uh, a perspective. And interrupt me because I'll go on. Well, this will be a three-day show. Are you <laughs> in, Ben? Or, uh, are you in? Are we here? We're here. <laughs> okay, let's lock the door. We're going to make radio <laughs> history. But there's an article out today where they studied the long-term impacts of atomic bombs. And, and certainly we... we we want to stop the proliferation of nuclear warheads. People are against nuclear power. But they showed that those people in Hiroshima that were exposed to high levels of radiation, their life expectancy was only reduced by 1.3 years. Hmm. If you get diabetes, your life expectancy is going to be reduced by more than seven years. By more than seven. One in three Americans have diabetes, and one in two who have it don't even know they have it. But there's no, and, and it can be prevented. Mm. It can be prevented and reversed. Type 2 diabetes can often be reversed. And what would that do to America's health care costs? Drop it dramatically, and people would live longer. So to me, this is, this is the passion that I have. And, you know, you talked about employers. I, I would love to tell you employers should have all their employees go buy a gym membership. But what they really should do is they should get them to walk. Get them to walk 25 minutes a day. And I have a nefarious plan in saying that. Because I live in Omaha, Nebraska, and if I remember Thursday of this week, you're going to see monkeys fly out of my butt before you see me walking 25 minutes on a day where the heat index is 115 that degrees. Was, it was oppressive. Yes. It was oppressive. So ultimately, some of them are going to, they're going to end up joining gyms. But everybody needs to walk. And in the wintertime, the middle of January, you know, it gets dark at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. 
I'm not going to go for a walk. I see these people riding bikes and walking down some of these busy thoroughfares like Maple Street or Center Street or Dodge Street West, and I think, you must have a death wish. So, but, but it's as simple as that. And then if people get up and move, they, they can figure out some other solutions. But we just need to get people walking. And again, guys, I, I want to, if I could impress one thing on you, it's, it's this chart, and I've got another one here. Charts are great for radio. The radio audience loves them. This chart shows what people died from, and it shows a bar graph. And there's a big focus on obesity. But if you look at these causes, obesity is, is really very low on there, isn't it? <clears throat> Smoking is, is up there. High, hypertension, high blood pressure, that's, that's significant. High cholesterol, diabetes. But this one over here that's the predominant one, that is actually higher than obesity and smoking combined, that's yeah. inactivity. Low, so low CRF, it says? Yeah, it low says? cardiorespiratory fitness, which that can be, uh, you can compensate for that by walking briskly 20, 25, 25 minutes. Walking briskly 25 minutes a day eliminates that bar. And look what that would do to all-cause death rates. But we hear about cholesterol. And again, diabetes, it, it, it's a big issue, and a lot of people have it. But it, it is dwarfed by inactivity. Yeah, you know what? From, from my perspective, what I see is it's education because I think people do think that if they're going to change the way that they feel or they're going to change their health, that they have to do something drastic and big. And I think that stops people from taking those very first steps. I, I have a book that I, I use to train for, uh, for a marathon. And the first day, it says, what, how should you train your first day for a marathon? Well, get out of your house. And, and walk and see how far you can walk without losing your breath, right? And that's what you do the first day. And, and that's, where, that's, where, that's where a marathon starts, you know, and that's where we so need I'm to start. So I'm training for a marathon today? Is that what you're You telling? could be. It's, it's where it goes from there, I right? I think it's the, the second day that you got you to follow up with the second day. So the first day you get out and walk, and the second day you run 25 miles. That's that. Uh, that's what I did, and uh, I, it was not not pretty the, the day after. You ran a marathon? I I have run a half marathon before, so I'm kind of exaggerating for the radio. Dang, Thank you. That's pretty good. That is impressive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, I thought my run mar- to the top of Memorial Park doing the Rocky thing was, <laughs> you know, that you got you got me on that. Whatever awesome. it takes to motivate you, that's what you should do. Well, you know what? I tell you what. Like uh, your data is really backing up uh, some. some of the information, especially when you look at state healthcare costs, the states like Colorado, where they have much more active population, have a lower per capita healthcare cost. And so, a very interesting. Looking forward to uh, continuing the conversation here, uh, looking more at the cost of act- inactivity. Uh, we're going to try and get a hold of these charts and put them on our Facebook page, dot com slash America's Healthcare Challenge, where you can find all of this information as well. We'll be right back. This is News Talk 1290. Omaha's stimulating conversation. Over 90 years of Omaha Radio. Are you feeling overwhelmed, depressed, or angry? Is your child or teenager acting out? Healing Tree Counseling wants to help. Located at 10th and Dodge, Healing Tree offers individual, family, and couples therapy. Bill and Laura are exceptional at working with children and adolescents. Ask around. They have a great reputation. Healing Tree accepts most insurance companies. They offer flexible payment plans and are confidential. Their personalized service and unique office sets them apart from larger agencies. Visit HealingTreeOmaha.com for more information. Are you a business owner seeing your bottom line squeezed by rising health care costs? I'm Sean McGuire, and I founded E.D. Bellis Healthcare Consulting to provide health reform consulting so that your business does not get caught off with all the uncertainty in Washington. I was there on Capitol Hill when the Affordable Care Act, otherwise known as Obamacare, was created, and I have read the entire bill. Let me guide you through the maze of the American bureaucracy as you adapt to changing government rules and regulations that will impact your organization regardless of size. I offer custom services, including cost reduction strategies, training seminars for you and your employees, and strategic planning to help you prepare for the future. Regardless of what the Supreme Court decides, this issue is here to stay. Contact me today for a free consultation at www.healthreformexplained.com. That's www.healthreformexplained.com. At E.D. Ballas, we know healthcare. They say every business should have an elevator pitch. Here's ours. We are E.D. Bellis, a consulting company specializing in healthcare reform, helping businesses navigate the new law. 
For more, go to healthreformexplained.com. Not only are we going to New Hampshire, we're going to South Carolina and Oklahoma and Arizona and North Dakota and New Mexico. We're going to California and Texas and New York. We're going to South Dakota and Oregon and Washington and Michigan. And then we're going to Washington, D.C. to take back the White House. You want me on that wall. You need me on that wall. You are listening to America's Healthcare Challenge with Sean McGuire. Join the conversation at 402-342-1290 or at 800-577-1290. Once again, direct from the American heartland, here's your host, Sean McGuire. Welcome back to America's Healthcare Challenge. It's a beautiful day outside. You really should get out there and walk 25 minutes a day, right, Joel Potter? Absolutely. (laughs) Just go for a brisk walk. I think we're past the 90s for a while. At least as far as the app on my phone will go, which to me is great. Sean McGuire here, joined by Brian Munderlow and Joel Potter as our special guest of the week. Joel is the president of Blue Moon Fitness. How many locations do you guys have in town? Uh, we, gosh, I should have studied. We actually we have four in Omaha, one in Lincoln, and one in Battle Creek, Michigan. Well, that's great. That's great. Active is in, and if you want to find a place, especially in those cold months, to get that 25 minutes a day in, this is the perfect place uh, to make that happen with uh, great convenient locations and a very, very fair rate and, and, and a great guy at the at the top. Pleased to have you here. Uh, we're talking about um, the cost of inactivity um, and, in particular, um, how that really affects all of us and our economy especially. Um, when you look at... Um, uh, the costs of chronic diseases uh, in this country, a lot of it is because of uh, has an economic impact from uh, opportunity costs in that these people that are unhealthy are just not as productive uh, as they could be if they were feeling And they feeling feel well. miserable. Right. They and you, can't, miserable. you just can't do good work if you're not feeling well. No, it, it, the, there's an article out that's just, uh, you know, it, and Brian asked me for a couple of websites that I would recommend. There's... I spent a lot of my time out there scouring, looking for good information. And again, because the UK already has nationalized healthcare, uh, you can kind of learn both the good and the bad of, of the NHS. If you go to Daily Mail, uh, it's, a, uh, it's a UK newspaper that, and they have a lot of uh, US stories that they show up there before they show up in mainstream media here. And uh, another one is Mercola.com, M-E-R-C-O-L-A.com. But, uh, and you guys are talking about the money. I, even, to me, money is paper with ink on it. Um, quality of life. Quality of life. I don't care how much money I have. If I don't feel good, I would rather have uh, $10 in my pocket and feel good about getting up in the morning than have a billion dollars in the bank and, and be bedridden. Um, but there, there is an article about how much physical and act, inactivity costs the global economy every year. Uh, and it, it, they say, according to routers and others, uh, the recent study looked at it, and it's $67, $67 billion a year. But again, I go back to people are dying too soon. If somebody develops diabetes, they're going to die seven years sooner. And with one in three Americans having diabetes and one of those, one out of two of those who have it, they're either, they either have diabetes or they're pre-diabetic, and one out of two who have diabetes don't know they have it, they're going to die seven years sooner. We've got to take better care of ourselves and and not take not let the government be in charge of our health care. It's it's controlling our own uh, future, yeah, our own destiny. And, and some of it is simple as for employers, for example. You, you asked what, what employers could do, and maybe you thought I was going to come on here and pitch health club memberships, and maybe I should be self-serving and do that. But I'll give you something that, that employers can do, that, that this is going to be so brainless, you're going to go, duh. There was, and this goes to the, the placebo effect. There's a, a Dr. Aaliyah Crum, and for those of you who watch TED Talks, you can do a search on Dr. Aaliyah Crum. She's got a great TED Talk, Change Your Mindset, Change the Game. And I'm always looking for stuff that's relevant to what I do. Mm-hmm. They took, because she's talking about the placebo effect, and she used it with, uh, with pharmaceutical drugs, with stress, with um, uh, dietary products, and with exercise. And they took 84 hotel housekeepers working in seven hotels across the United States. And these, these women are on their feet all day long doing a variety of, using a variety of muscles, doing a variety of tasks. And they asked them some questions. Two-thirds thir- two said they don't exercise regularly. One-third said they get no exercise. So a half of those, they gave them a simple 15-minute presentation 
where all it was was they went through this chart and said, your work is good for you. It's good exercising. You're, you're meeting the minimum exercise requirements. And as a result of that, they came back four weeks later, and uh, again, they split half of them. They showed the chart and half they didn't. So the half that didn't see the chart, nothing changed for them. But the half that did, because they were told what they, was, they were doing was good for them, they dropped weight, they had a reduction in systolic blood pressure, and they reported, this is key for employers, they reported they liked their jobs more. Sure. So some of this stuff, you know, we've got big pharma that's pushing drugs down our throats, and, uh, you know, it, it really is pathetic how many drugs America <laughs> consumes. Well, we're only one of, one of only two countries in the world that allows for direct-to-consumer advertising. So if people walk into their pharmacist, or into their pharmacist, might as well be, into their physician, they tell them what drug they want a prescription for. The American Medical Association came out in 2015 and said, please stop that. They don't want the patients deciding what drugs they get. But mm -hmm. again, follow the money. Follow the money. One mm -hmm. of only two countries in the world where drug companies can advertise direct to consumers. Hmm. Exactly. And, and I might add that a lot of those drugs have side effects. Half the commercial is spent. All of uh, those drugs spent, have side effects. And then that leads to, to other challenges as well. You know, and, do a Google search on bad side effects of exercise. I challenge you. Because what we're finding out about exercise is more and more and more and more of the benefits. Yeah. Uh, there, there really are no bad side effects of exercise. Uh, maybe you live longer, and if you, if you want to die, that could be a bad side effect. You know, I can just picture these housekeepers, once, or these, um, these hotel employees, uh, that you know, once they were told that they're, they're, they're not just, just cleaning, right, but they're, they're benefiting their body, I could just see them moving a little bit more sprightly and, and uh, having a little bit more fun at it. And every Really? I do, I do. You know, so it, it's fun for you to clean. Come it on should over to be. My house. We're, it, we're throwing a party. It can be fun, yeah. Uh, you know, and and if you look at the the next generation, if you look at millennials and from employers, they're like, how do you motivate a millennial? And one of the things that they recommend is that, that you gamify work, right? That you take what what is a maybe that a monotonous the older change. When I came in here. It's kind of gamey. Was that the whole no, purpose? no. <laughs> oh, not, not that not, not that, that kind game. of gamey. But you know, we could look into that. But you know, uh, it's it's taking a job and making a game out of it, basically. And think think about this: if if you can take your job and see it as not just the everyday thing. But 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 put put some of that into it. I mean, that's 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 a cool way to look well, at that's it. That's part think. of it. But again, there's a study, and this article came out today, hot off the press. This it's smoking in my fingers. Participants who thought riding a bicycle had more positive benefits got more out of the exercise mentally and physically than those who didn't know that. So researchers in Germany found people who believed in the health benefit of bicycling enjoyed exercise more and were more relaxed, potentially making the activity more beneficial. And this was published in the Journal of Behavioral Medicine. The po my point, Sean, is employers can just tell people, tell their, their, their staff members, hey, you know what? When you move, you get, you get healthier. And because of that, the placebo effect, which is real, they will get healthier just by telling them those benefits. Uh, maybe they can use the placebo effect and tell them they like their job more and they will like it more. But uh, to me, again, it goes to these massive, massive healthcare costs where we're treating symptoms rather than the cause. And, and if we get up and move, employers should have more stand-up desks, more opportunities to get up and move. Sitting is the new smoking. You know, I, I, uh, my wife, Joel, you might know, is, is a personal trainer. Uh, and, you know, she has time and time again shared stories where, you know, her, her client uh, comes and, and they're on four or five different medications. And the first thing she, she says is, I can get you off of those medications. And she does it. Uh, time and time again, just by uh, focusing on activity and making you know, coaching and some simple changes. And you make an interesting point so that she can get her clients, and she's confident she can get them off those medications, right? Yeah, yeah. But who do you think has more money to market to consumers? Big Pharma or us little health clubs and women like your wife who are doing personal training? Yeah, absolutely. You know, we... They they uh, they have the ability to 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 advertise and really get get in your head, it, and it's easy to see two people sitting, you know, looking at the sunset, thinking and, that your life is going to be great. But and to get in the legislator's pocket, yeah, which which sways decisions, unfortunately. Definitely a thought-provoking uh, conversation here on America's Healthcare Challenge. Uh, I see that uh, you're wearing a Fitbit, Joel. Like, do you think you could uh, tell us a little bit about some of the advantages? Uh, of those devices uh, coming up in the next segment? Absolutely. All right, Absolutely. that's Anything great. I can do to help people get up and move. And uh, during the break, I'm going to throw you guys' chairs away so you have to stand while you talk. Oh, <laughs> he is standing. 
You're like uh, I don't know. Like you're like a, a politician delivering uh, your your one minute speech in the Sitting House of Representatives. Sitting is a new smoking, and it isn't a smoke break for me here, guys. That's to me. If I can if I can be healthier just by standing while I'm on the radio, I'm up. It's all about changing behavior, folks. That's how we we, we cut these costs. We'll we'll have uh, the recap of this segment and others on uh, healthreformexplained.com. Much more uh, with Joel and Brian and me, Sean McGuire, here on America's Healthcare Challenge. When we come back. Stream News Talk 1290 live all day or catch up on Matt Tompkins podcasts anytime at Newstalk1290KOIL.com. Are you a business owner seeing your bottom line squeezed by rising health care costs? I'm Sean McGuire and I founded ED Bellis Healthcare Consulting to provide health reform consulting so that your business does not get caught off with all the uncertainty in Washington. I was there on Capitol Hill when the Affordable Care Act, otherwise known as Obamacare, was created, and I have read the entire bill. Let me guide you through the maze of the American bureaucracy as you adapt to changing government rules and regulations that will impact your organization regardless of size. I offer custom services, including cost reduction strategies, training seminars for you and your employees, and strategic planning to help you prepare for the future. Regardless of what the Supreme Court decides, this issue is here to stay. Contact me today for a free consultation at www.healthreformexplained.com. That's www.healthreformexplained.com. At E.D. Ballas, we know healthcare. Research shows moving is one of the most stressful events in a person's life. But thanks to two men in a truck, it doesn't have to be. They have everything you need to move. A courteous professional staff who will customize your move, which includes a no-obligation estimate, a schedule to fit your convenience, and all the necessary packing supplies. And two men in a truck will help you watch your budget, too. Don't stress. Let two men in a truck handle your home or business move. Go to twomeninatruck.com. Two men in a truck selected Best of Omaha for nine years straight with an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. E.D. Bellis is a healthcare reform consulting company with valuable information that is up-to-date and easy to understand. We have solutions to manage compliance, minimize penalties and taxes, and all other options. Check out healthreformexplained.com. You are listening to America's Healthcare Challenge with Sean McGuire. Join the conversation at 402-342-1290 or at 800-577-1290. Once again, direct from the American heartland, here's your host, Sean McGuire. Hey, welcome back to America's Healthcare Challenge, taking the Joel Potter Challenge. Uh, uh, Brian and I standing alongside him uh, for the rest of the, the program, and it's it's kind of difficult because this microphone is sagging, so I feel like I'm Axl Rose <laughs> over here holding it. I'll try not to do the Axl Rose um, shimmy <laughs> as we get through it. And we're talking about um, lo- lots of things, uh, in particular how, how activity is really one of those hidden gems that many of us just fail to really consider. And uh, the thing that the takeaway that I've found, at least so far, is just according to these charts, which we're going to make sure to get them and post them on our Facebook page, uh, facebook.com slash America's Healthcare Challenge, is that how much um, you can really improve your overall life and well-being by just exercising at a moderate level. Just at, at a moderate level. And, and moderate is not what most people would think is moderate. Because we've got, we've got shows like The Biggest Loser out there and and people are always interested in the extreme, but the extreme isn't necessary. Reduce your, reduce your risk of dying by all causes, all causes, which, again, is a whole other fascinating conversation, by just walking briskly 25 minutes a day. And uh, if we could do that, we could uh, reduce America's all-cause death rate by over 50%. And you know, sitting is the new smoking. Your, your couch, it's a great place to, to spend a little bit of time, but... Let's face it, you don't have to roll up the windows in your car. You probably don't have to open your garage door. You, your car probably has, maybe even has electric start. But our lives are, you don't even have to dial your phone anymore. You don't have to get up to go to the phone. Uh, you don't have to go even get up and go change TV channels. We, we've just taken the activity out of our lives. Um, Sean, you know, I, I don't want to take this over, but you had some questions for me. What, what questions, because I know you had some maybe a question as an employer, how this has affected how, how the Affordable Care Act has affected me as an employer? No, oh, yeah. Um, you know, all small businesses are, are had to deal with a few years ago and do deal with uh, the, the, the cost of providing health insurance for, for employees. And, um, you know, it's 
for 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 employers for the past few years, you know, they they've made some changes, and, and I know um, there, there's questions that employers have in regards to who they have to offer health insurance to, and uh, and things like that. And so, from from an employer perspective, uh, Joel, um, like why why do you provide a health plan, or or like what what's the motivation for for employers that are are, are struggling out there? Um, that are, are considering uh, establishing a group plan, like uh, what, what, what do you see as some of the, the benefits of, of having a, an employer-sponsored health plan? Wow, that's sort of a loaded question because nowadays the, the law dictates to a great degree what you do, but we offered uh, health care long before, and, and I'm old enough to remember when it wasn't called health care uh, because the system, in my opinion, is neither healthy nor caring. It's doctor, hospital, treatment, payment, insurance. And it used to be called um, uh, major medical. You know, did your employer mm-hmm. offer dental or, and major medical? And they've, you know, they've renamed it so it's become something. And people think of it as healthcare. We're responsible for our own healthcare. But what I will say is, and and the way I know Brian and and Sean is, because I work with Brian through. Uh, can I mention you? Yeah, your, absolutely. Your, through Garvey and Associates, and. What's happened is I'm an employer who I wanted to do the right thing. I've been offering uh, insurance. You know, we're the longest operating tax-paying health club in town, and we've been offering insurance pretty much since day one, so since 1989, and I've watched this evolve. But nowadays, I have to meet with you guys every year to see, okay, what's, what's, the, what's the playing field like this, this year? And as an employer, I, I want to offer benefits to my employees. And Honestly, if I had my choice, uh, I would let the employees decide on, you know, here's, here's the budget I have. Where do you want that money spent? Uh, you know, do you want longer vacations or do you want health care? Because when you're looking at 20-somethings, health insurance to a 20-something, they really just need um, um, catastrophic. catastrophic care. You know, they, they don't need the, the full nine yards. And, and again, uh, they might want longer vacations. But what we're at is where I have to meet with you every year and see, okay, what's, what's going on? And as a, as a guy who's my first paycheck job was when I was 12 years old. Um, I was in the eighth grade, and I got a job washing dishes, and I was delighted. And I had checked or jobs before that, but they weren't paycheck jobs. So at 12 years old, I was delighted to get a job washing dishes for, I believe it was $1.10 or $1.15 an hour. And if they would let me work 40 hours a week, I would work 40 hours a week. Now, granted, during the school year, that wasn't that easy to do. But again, at 12 years old, I washed dishes till midnight on school nights. I would get off after school and go wash dishes from 4 4 p.m. to midnight. So that's an eight-hour day. And I was just delighted to have a chance to earn money. And that's part of what taught me my work ethic. But did I need health care? I mean, that's absurd. Nobody would have ever hired me if they had to provide this little eight or twelve year old snot nosed kid with with health care, and I wouldn't have expected it. With with the uh, with the Affordable Care Act, you know those those twenty somethings, those younger people are, are the ones that are affected almost even more than uh, than than the people who you know see a benefit in the care because the the age bands increase the cost on those young on those young individuals to to help offset. Uh, some uh, of the higher cost uh, individuals, and so it is. It is hard for a young person, specifically on the individual market, if you're, you know, a you know a 22 year old uh, healthy guy, to go to the marketplace and say, "Oh wow, health insurance is going to cost me 250 dollars a month." You know, there's 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 other things that 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 those individuals need to be doing that. Uh, fortunately, as a as, as an, an employer, uh, you can you can kind of offset some of those costs and and get the benefit of that age balancing uh, between your your employees. But there there is a, a lot of um, well, a lot of as an employer excuse me as yeah. an employer the biggest benefit I can provide people is employment. Would yeah, you, would you agree? That's yep. what they you come think, to me yeah. for. That's that's my role is to offer them a good workplace environment and employ them. And I believe that this current plan inhibits my ability to employ people. It's caused me to limit people's hours. And so you have people who want a job, and they want to just go to one job. They want to be on one team. They want to be a full team member of that team. And they're forced to get multiple jobs because both employers are forced to limit their hours because the the job does not support. Again, as a 12-year-old washing dishes, there's no way I could, they would have given me 40 hours if they had to provide me with health care. Yeah, you know, and, and I don't expect them to. 
And, and to me, again, I'm not the sharpest knife in the drawer, but I've got common sense. So Ben and Sean, if I invite you guys over to my house tonight for dinner, and I cook you dinner, and I serve you dinner, but you see, I cooked something different for myself, and I'm not eating the same food that I'm feeding you, what would your thoughts be? Be like, what's going on? Yeah, there's a reason for this. Yeah. You're going to take the first bite there, Ben? <laughs> no. No, but that's what, that's what Washington did with health care. They came up with a program that they don't participate in. Is that poison food or what? That's a, it, it is amazing, and that, that's, the that's caste crazy system. that they uh, that they're the only ones that uh, can can be out outside of this this system, you know. And getting back to a little bit earlier, as far as uh, limiting hours, um, you know, that's that's still out there in our economy. In fact, uh, younger millennials they 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 call it the gig economy. Uh, so what that means is that they don't even really have full time jobs. They have gigs here, a yeah, gig there, gigs, you know, yeah. a, a, a something on Friday different than on on Tuesday. Did, did you and play that's a sport life. when you were young? Was was that? Did you play a sport when you were younger? I played a little football. Yeah. So what if you had to play on two teams because you couldn't play just on one team? Yeah, it'd be would hard. You, would you have been all in? And that's what we're asking yeah. employees to do: to play on two different teams. I just think as an employer, that's fair, and that's that's the role that. That's my primary role is to, to be an employer, help develop people, help them build values, help them build a work ethic, uh, help them find personal satisfaction, and not force them yep. to, to try to juggle two schedules. And if they're going to school, it's even worse. And, and again, I think there's better solutions, but, yep. but we can focus on just being more active to start with. Not only do they have to limit the hours, they also have to document those hours uh, to the IRS, everybody's favorite agency of government, uh, for fear of an audit. Check out edbellisinc.com slash ACA reporting for how we can help you solve that problem. Over 90 years of Omaha Radio. Asking Price on News Talk 1290. Are you feeling overwhelmed, depressed, or angry? Is your child or teenager acting out? Healing Tree Counseling wants to help. Located at 10th and Dodge, Healing Tree offers individual, family, and couples therapy. Bill and Laura are exceptional at working with children and adolescents. Ask around. They have a great reputation. Healing Tree accepts most insurance companies. They offer flexible payment plans and are confidential. Their personalized service and unique office sets them apart from larger agencies. Visit HealingTreeOmaha.com for more information. Are you a business owner seeing your bottom line squeezed by rising health care costs? I'm Sean McGuire and I founded ED Bellis Healthcare Consulting to provide health reform consulting so that your business does not get caught off with all the uncertainty in Washington. I was there on Capitol Hill when the Affordable Care Act, otherwise known as Obamacare, was created, and I have read the entire bill. Let me guide you through the maze of the American bureaucracy as you adapt to changing government rules and regulations that will impact your organization regardless of size. I offer custom services, including cost reduction strategies, training seminars for you and your employees, and strategic planning to help you prepare for the future. Regardless of what the Supreme Court decides, this issue is here to stay. Contact me today for a free consultation at www.healthreformexplained.com. That's www.healthreformexplained.com. At E.D. Ballas, we know healthcare. Do you like being the smartest person in the room? Go to healthreformexplained.com and learn about being a licensed E.D. Bellis healthcare consultant. Know enough about Obamacare to be dangerous because you'll be personally trained by me, Sean McGuire. Click healthreformexplained.com. You are listening to America's Healthcare Challenge with Sean McGuire. Join the conversation at 402-342-1290 or at 800-577-1290. Once again, direct from the American heartland, here's your host, Sean McGuire. Welcome back to America's Healthcare Challenge. Quite a thought-provoking show. Having a great time uh, with Brian and Joel here on the program. And you know, Joel, I can't let you get away without uh, telling uh, your your story you told us here uh, during the break. Um, and then we'll share our final thoughts. But um, one of the things that people don't realize is, in order for the ACA to be budget neutral and get through the process, they had to have several taxes in the law to offset the costs. I think it was nineteen or twenty of them, and one of them. Was I believe it was a 10 percent uh, was it an excise tax on tanning bed services? I called it the John Boehner tax. 
uh, to joke around, but uh, you have some uh, thoughts on that uh, tax, Joel? Uh, yeah, uh, you know, I, I just had to uh, uh, deal with that, and, and it's one of those things where it's just kind of awkward. Uh, I can tell you my members still don't understand it because there's only a certain number of my members who use the tanning, and I worked with the IRS so that we determine how much tax they want from us, and people pay as they use a tanning session. They pay the tanning tax, and it's uh, it's twenty five cents per session that we're taxed. And I know they've done it differently for different facilities, but for us, it's twenty five cents per session. And what what amazes me, Sean, is that the average person doesn't understand how taxes work. They think that goes in my pocket. And whenever, a, as you know very well, know whenever a business collects taxes, all they are serving is is the tax agent for the government. All that money is the government's money. And if I don't collect it from the customer, I have to take it out of my pocket and pay for it. So it, it just, again, to me, I, I think I'm, I'm a, a, a free market competition guy. I've seen my choices in providers go down. I've seen my costs go up. I've seen it cause me to have to limit my employees' hours. And I, I just haven't seen the benefit in improving the quality of care, which I think should be the ultimate test, shouldn't it? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But I, I will say, you know, you guys are the experts. I go to you guys. Uh, you've read the entire bill, right? And you're, you, did you have long hair twice? You had it read Yeah, I used to have hair last time I saw you. You, you had long hair before you read the bill the first time, didn't you? Not too long. I wasn't and like just started pulling it out by clumps? <laughs> yeah, it just started falling out on me. What, what will cause your hair to fall out in clumps? Chemo and reading the ACA. Um, so... <laughs> I never uh, had wrinkles and before then, and now I, all of a sudden I had wrinkles after it was over. But these guys are the experts that I go to. Brian's with Garvey and Associates, and it, it just it's added a layer of bureaucracy to running a business that, it, to me, it's it's unfortunate. I, I understand it's well intentioned, but at some point in time, you just push back and go, okay, let's uh, let's make it simple. I, I notice you have an iPad here. I mean, look at how they've simplified computers, mm -hmm. and they went the opposite way with healthcare. Would you agree? Yeah. So I mean, you you have no buttons. It opened no, up with my fingerprint. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah, yeah. Could you imagine that? And it just just to to, to point out, like a, a lot of the the taxes in healthcare and in the healthcare law are these kind of hidden taxes that you won't see on your income tax return, but they're built into the the goods and and services that we receive from a gym membership to to premium taxes to the taxes on medical devices and all these other uh, built in. Uh, ways uh, that are, are driving up costs rather than, you know, being, they, they're not going to, they're not going to let you see it. Right. But it's just going to be built into what, to what you pay. And, uh, you know, Joel, I just think, you know, one, the thing that's missing in a lot of the conversation in regards to the cost of health care is what, what you do. And, and that is keeping people healthy, helping them live healthier, happier, more productive lives, that's that's something that can bend the cost curve, and people are looking for solutions. And Washington can talk and talk and talk about things that they they can do, but but really, where the change happens is with an individual who's you know deciding today that they're going to do something to make them healthier in their lives. And and I, I have a question for you, Brian. Uh, when is at what point in time in the calendar can I as an employer say, okay, we're all in. This is it. These are the rules. You don't have to worry about what's going to change next year. You don't, this is, you know, two plus two is going to equal four, or two plus two is going to equal 12. Whatever formula they have. When's the, when's the final date? You know? The final date. For, for all of, all of, the, I mean, isn't it still kind of Oh, evolving? it's still coming. Uh, but in 2017, this year, this year is the time where you're going to have to make the decisions by the end of this year. So after the election, yeah, yes, Isn't after the election, scandal? that well, is that what you were getting at? <laughs> yes, after the election, that's why. I just think uh, if it was a good plan, they would have rolled the whole thing out all at once. Well, it wouldn't have delayed it either, but they had to because uh, they had to pass the bill to find out what's in it. And that's why uh, we're here to keep on top of it. We'll see you here next week on America's Healthcare Challenge.